Is Anthony Davis holding the Lakers back? And is LeBron James expected to make an early return? We've got a lot to cover tonight, so let's get right into it. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, a lot of uh, Laker news to talk about today. First of all, let's get to uh, Anthony Davis. Obviously, last night the Lakers lost to the New York Knicks. Uh, we talked about the the game. Of course, we did a post-game podcast. We hadn't heard AD's um, interview after the game, and he was very down on himself, very hard. He said, you know, the rest of the team showed up. They did their part, but he took the blame for the loss because he didn't play well. Obviously, he struggled a lot offensively. He was 8 for 18 from the floor. Uh, Dad, do you, do you think Anthony Davis is the reason that the Lakers lost the game last night? I think he was the number one factor, Hannah. Um, the reality is when a team loses a basketball game, there's always multiple reasons. You can always pick on this factor or that factor. But you know what? AD is the number one man. He's supposed to be leading the team. He's supposed to be the go-to guy. And we can't afford, you know, another performance like these last two from AD. Eight points on Friday night and uh, uh, 16 points, I think, last night. It's not enough. Uh, plus, he missed, you know, free throws. Uh, you know, if he made his free throws, we win the game. So, you know, on the other hand, it, it, it's too late in the season. I don't want to hear, you know, it was my fault. It was my fault. I, I don't want to have to get to that point. I want him to play well, and I want the Lakers to win. So at this point, the apologies, it's my fault, is really kind of hollow. It doesn't mean anything. The Lakers' margin for error is so razor thin. Um, it's it's just, you know, time to win. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, Anthony Davis is, we've said it, you know, season after season, so I don't know if it necessarily is ever going to happen, but we want him to be the leader of this team, uh, especially in a position where, of course, LeBron is out. We obviously do have an injury update on LeBron James, so make sure to uh, keep listening for that because we're going to talk about that in a few minutes here. Uh, but, you know, everyone was saying, you know, anytime LeBron is out, it's AD's time to shine. And it just seems like he's a very chilled, laid-back guy, and he just isn't, I don't want to say aggressive enough, but I don't know if he's aggressive enough to be the leader of this team, Dad. I mean, as opposed to D'Angelo Russell, who just joined, rejoined the Lakers, you know, a few weeks ago, he instantly, since coming back from his ankle injury, I feel like D'Angelo has been leading this team. Every victory that we had, I think, has been in part to D'Angelo Russell. And, you know, he's the guy who's out there, you know, being aggressive, you know, leading this team, you know, getting all the shots, coming out hard, playing with the energy, with the hustle. He's the reason that we're winning these games with LeBron out. And it's not Anthony Davis. And it's frustrating because I want it to be AD, but it just, it isn't. And, you know, you can't knock Anthony Davis. He's obviously having a really good season. You know, he's averaging pretty much 26 points, 12.5 rebounds, 2.6 assists, um, a steal, two blocks per game. You know, he's he's playing really well, but it's just unfortunate because it feels like he'll be on this really dominant path where he's getting 35 and 15, 35 and 20. And then he kind of goes in these little holes and he gets like, you know, eight points and six rebounds. You just, you can't do that when you're the star of the team. Yeah, uh, there's just, 14 games left in the season, Hannah, and whether or not we make it to the playoffs or even the play-in for that matter, because we're now in a dogfight with five or six other teams, uh, is really going to depend in large measure on Anthony Davis. And, and what version of Anthony Davis are we going to get is anybody's guess. Exactly, and that's the most frustrating thing, I think, about Anthony Davis, of course, besides the fact that he's so injury-prone. Now, Dad, speaking of injuries, 
uh, the Lakers have some good news. You know, LeBron James, who was in that walking boot just a couple of days ago, um, expected to miss a significant amount of time with, of course, that foot injury, was seen at the game yesterday without the walking boot. So he's obviously going to be reevaluated in, I think, about a week now. Do you think this means that LeBron could even make an earlier return? Or do you think, no, uh, you know, just kind of part of the protocol? You know, Hannah, that's what the buzz is right now. I mean, the reports are that LeBron is desperate to get back as soon as he possibly can. He sees that this team is on the verge of being a really good team. And, you know, uh, before last night, you know, last night was such a turning point in the season. You know, we would have been in seventh place had we won the game. Now we're in 11th place. So, you know, it was a big loss last night. But still, LeBron wants to get back. But I don't know, Hannah, that it necessarily means he's going to be back sooner than we than we think. I think it probably means he will be back at some point before the end of the season. But I'm I'm still not you know, sure it's going to be anytime soon. You know, here's the thing, and I this could be a little bit of a controversial uh, comment, but part of me just feels like, you know, the Lakers are a very good team. We were playing well. I know yesterday, frustrating because we got that loss, but we, you know, we're playing very well. We're winning basketball games without LeBron. Part of me thinks it would be really stupid to try to rush him back and risk him, you know, getting injured. If anything, I think we should be extra cautious of this as long as we keep winning. Um, as long as we keep winning, I think we should really try to rest LeBron as much as possible so that way if we can you know hopefully make the playoffs he's totally fresh and and ready to go because obviously like we talked about this foot injury was something that had kind of been lingering throughout the whole season so I would rather us get it done and sorted with and have him be fully healed than have him rush back to try to you know be a miracle and get us to the playoffs and then all of a sudden playoffs come and we have a dead LeBron James his foot's re-injured and then of course uh, without LeBron in the playoffs I think it's going to be very very difficult to uh, win but dad do you agree or do you think no we've got to get LeBron as back as quickly as possible here? I don't think they're going to take any risks with LeBron when he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play, but if he's not, then he's not. I mean, that's the way it should be. You don't want to take any unreasonable risks. But, you know, obviously they want him back as soon as he feels well enough to play. And uh, hopefully that will be sooner than later, but I still suspect it's going to be a while. Now, Hannah, I have a question for you. Would you mind if I posed an unexpected question to you? Sure. Do you think Malik Beasley is really better than Lonnie Walker the fourth? You know, I don't really know, to be honest with you. It's really peculiar what's happened with, you know, Lonnie Walker. This season has been so up and down for him. Obviously, you know, to start the season, he was one of the most consistent players for the Lakers. Every night he was probably our third, maybe even second leading scorer. And ever since, you know, getting Malik Beasley, who I don't think has played very well, he definitely has not shot the ball very well since, you know, coming to to the Lakers, Lonnie Walker has really found him out of the rotation. And you know that I don't necessarily agree. I don't think that's probably the best bet. But you know what? The coach has his reasons. Um, We are winning basketball games and Malik Beasley is out there on the court when we're winning them. So maybe he feels like defensively Beasley is better. But it it is really kind of curious and interesting because I don't necessarily know if offensively Malik Beasley is any better than Lonnie Walker. He definitely hasn't proved that to me. But what do you think? Well, Hannah, that's why I've been thinking about this question lately. You know, Malik Beasley is kind of the shiny new toy. They just picked him up recently. And so, you know, it's when you have a shiny new toy, you always want to play with that toy. But in watching him play, I mean, he just has not shot the ball well at all. Not at all. And, you know, when Lonnie Walker does come in, he generally, you know, scores some points. And, you know, both those guys, their primary job is to score, you know, points and to make three-point shots. 
I'm just beginning to wonder, I mean, how long do they ride with Beasley if he doesn't start making some shots? Because I think Lonnie Walker, if nothing else, can make some shots. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, Dad. It, it's weird because this coach has his his rotations. He falls in love with players. We saw him fall in love with Patrick Beverly, and we had Patrick Beverly, and he was playing him no matter how bad Bev was playing. Uh, he was on the court pretty much, it seemed like, the entire game at times. So it is peculiar to see why Lonnie Walker isn't playing. Uh, we're going to kind of have to wait and see. I think if Malik Beasley doesn't step up offensively, we may see Walker uh, get some more playing time. But again, Lonnie's going to have to take advantage of that playing time too. When he comes in, he's going to have to shoot. He's going to have to make uh, those buckets because, you know, you got to be able to prove it once you're in the game. And sometimes Lonnie, as of late, when he does get the minutes, hasn't been proving it. Dad, I want to talk to you a little bit, though, about a guy who I think has really proved himself to me. I mean, it's only been a very small sample size, but D'Angelo Russell. Uh, you know, D'Lo in just the six games of the Lakers um, has been, I think, phenomenal. Uh, he's been averaging 19.2 points, 6.2 assists. He's also shooting 53% and 47% from three-point range. Obviously, very small sample size for D'Angelo Russell, but D'Lo has already made comments that he wants to be the point guard for the Lakers' future. This is so crazy to me, Dad, because the Lakers drafted D'Angelo Russell. Uh, that was kind of our intention when we drafted him, saying he would be the, the point guard for our future. Obviously, it didn't work out the first time, but now we got him back. And it's definitely seeming like uh, we got a much more mature, better ball player in D'Lo. Do you think that D'Angelo Russell is good enough, and do you have faith in him that he could be the Lakers' star point guard of the future? You know, Hannah, um, I think so. Actually, I like his confidence. He is more mature. He's working harder on defense than he than he used to. Um, and I think it's possible. But you just the Lakers they tend to fall in love with these superstars. You know, if they have a chance to get Kyrie Irving this summer, I can't tell you they're not going to go for it because historically that's what the Lakers do. They they spend all their money on a few people and then fill in with stopgap measures around the rest of the roster. So. I happen to think so. He's still a young guy. He's only 27. By the way, if we can get Julius Randle and Josh Hart, who both impressed me last night, if we can get them back, or let's bring Brandon Ingram back too. Anyway. Just uh, bring back all the, the Laker young guys, huh, that we traded for AD. Well, you know, a lot of those guys are having really, really good careers right now. Kyle Kuzma, um, I feel bad for Lonzo Ball and missed a whole season again. But uh, a lot of those guys turned out to be pretty good players. But I, I, I don't know. I think so, Hannah. I think so. I just don't know if the Lakers are going to agree with me. I definitely don't want Lonzo Ball back. But any of the other ones, I'd be you know more than happy to take. But, Dad, I don't know if you're, uh, your heart can handle having Kyle Kuzma and Austin Reeves on one team. I think you would, <laughs> I think you would just explode. If anyone knows my dad, they know he is obviously a huge Austin Reeves fan. But he was a diehard Kyle Kuzma fan. I think he pretty much started the the term Kuzmania, to be honest. I'm pretty sure that was you. But you know, Dad, I like D'Angelo Russell. I think he has really showed a lot of maturity since coming back for the Lakers. He's obviously been shooting really well, been playing really hard. I like the energy he brings. He, you know, gets the fans involved. He, he really lights up Crypto.com Arena. So 
I like D'Angelo. I would not be mad if, you know, he was our, our point guard for the future. I don't think necessarily the Lakers, obviously, because we haven't had, besides the one year we won the championship in the bubble, it's clearly not worked for us, you know, just signing a couple superstars and then just filling in with random other guys. I think we have to have, you know, more versatility on this team moving forward. We have to be able to have, you know, one or two superstars, but then some other really, really good players. And I don't know if D'Angelo Russell is necessarily a superstar, but he is a, a really, really good player. And like, mentioned only 27 years old so I actually think I would like to see D'Lo you know stay with us for at least one more season see if he can do this consistently but we're gonna have to wait and see obviously he's a free agent this summer so it's gonna be interesting he's definitely gonna have to continue to play well and let's see what he does if uh, the Lakers make the playoffs but Laker fam that is going to uh, be it for this show today. I want to hear from you guys. Do you think Anthony Davis is to blame for the Lakers' loss yesterday? Do you think LeBron is uh, going to be coming back early now that the walking boot is officially off? And of course, let me know what you think about D'Angelo Russell. Would you like him to be the point guard for the Lakers' future you can tweet me my twitter is at hannah underscore kulik and of course you can also always message me on instagram my instagram is at hannah rose kulik until next time laker hand and laker dad are out bye everyone